0: You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome down to my basement and my nine-foot homemade bar. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, join us. You're listening to Socks in the Basement and another White Sox simulated game using MLB The Show in a full White Sox simulated season only from Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxintheBasement.com and a special treat this weekend as we kick off a homestand six games over the next seven here at home at the rate, my good friend and co-host on Sox in the Basement joining us for this weekend series against the Baltimore Orioles. Dave, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man.
1: I just, uh, you know, we've we've talked about how they keep uh, they keep trying to find different ways to bring real baseball back, you know. And now, uh, since when last we spoke, the plan was okay, you know, they're gonna. They're going to do this whole thing in Arizona and Florida with a grapefruit league and a cactus league, and and now those plans seem to have been dismissed. And now, like what they're trying to they're trying to do is they're trying to um, reshuffle the divisions by region so teams could play in their own home park, albeit without fans there. Uh, the teams could play in their home in their own home park, but what this does now is this limits traveling. And then they have like a round-robin kind of accelerated playoffs at the end of the
0: year. We're going to talk about that and so much more this game and the next two as Dave joins me. Both members of Sox in the Basement here this weekend and we head out to the rate right now. White Sox, Orioles, next. And welcome to the south side of Chicago on a rainy, cloud-covered Friday night as the White Sox at 18-13 take on the 10-21 Baltimore Orioles. Dallas Keiko will take the mound in a drizzle tonight to try to rebound after a few rough starts. Keiko actually wasn't bad the last one. Overall, 6 starts, 3-1 record, 4.19 ERA, 34 and a third innings with 36 hits. 13 walks and that brings him to a 1.43 whip and 32 strikeouts so far on the season. Last outing he had to go up against a very, very difficult Shohei Otani in a pitcher's duel. Could not hang in there with him. Did not take the loss. The Sox actually came back and took the lead in that game before blowing it in the bottom of the ninth. As Keuchel throws the first pitch quickly to Ramon Urias of the Orioles and it's fouled down the third base line. This game is underway Urias is hitting 2-11, the right-hander, against the lefty Keuchel. Good crowd out here tonight, although the water is coming down. Next one is lifted down the third baseline foul into the crowd. Already 0 to the count. Dallas, before the game that he last pitched in Anaheim, struggled. But he's had a long layoff and a chance to become rejuvenated with two days off in the middle of Of his last start in the rotation, and now. So two extra days of rest he's working on. As this one's flied out directly to Luis Robert underneath in center field, they will make the catch, and there's one out here on the top of the first. Hanser Alberto hitting 212, comes up for the Orioles. You're going to hear a lot of names you've never heard of, I think, if you're listening to this game and this series this weekend. The Orioles are in the middle of a rebuild. They're where the White Sox were a few years ago. They have hopes for the future, but they are a ways away. Inside two, Seamer just misses low and inside 1-0 the count with one out in the top of the first Looking around at the defensive alignment Rondal's behind home plate Abreu at first, Mendick at second Anderson at short Mancada at third Jimenez is in left Roberts in center, Mazara's in right This one's grounded to Mancada Over to first to Abreu 5-3 to three with the quick putout Dave, what do you think here? 1.43 WHIP for Dallas Keuchel. Uh, you know he, he had two quality starts early, and he's kind of fallen off. Are you nervous about him?
1: Well, you know, let's, let's, give, let's give it a couple of weeks on Dallas and see if he settles. You know, see if he settles in a little bit
0: more. As Jose Iglesias comes up, rips one down the third base line, Mancada in foul territory, jump throw across his body with a spectacular play to first. He puts him out on a bang-bang play, and they go down 1-2-3 behind that play by Moncada. Midway through the first, no score. Alex Cobb will take the mound. Six starts, 0-6 and six record. 3.53 earned run average and a whip of 1.18, though. 36 hits, only six walks. He's a sneaky good pitcher. I say this from experience as a guy that constantly keeps track of him and waits for his hot streaks when I'm playing fantasy baseball. He's on a bad team, but he's pitching well, and a low inside fastball to Tim Anderson. Starts him off 1-0 against the batter T.A. Baltimore at 10-21, our fifth in the American League East, and at the bottom in the majors, essentially. This one's chopped down the first baseline foul. Sox split on the road against the Angels, and then lost both games in Colorado. Had a day off yesterday. As the count goes, the one and two on a knuckle curve that catches the inside portion of the plate. Anderson hitting 341. Dave, are you surprised by how good he's doing right now?
1: Looking well, at a couple of numbers here from the uh, position players. I mean, I think there are probably a few things that are a bit unrealistic here, but I mean, seeing Tim Anderson as a 341 average dude is, you know, he's got an OPS of 903. I mean, that might be a little high as far as the simulation compared
0: to real life. I'm not surprised he's the batting champion. Although he did strike out with one at the knees and Yasmani Grandal is going to step in batting on the left side of the plate batting second in the order his average is up to 250 right now as he fouls this one off into the crowd over the nets down the first baseline the next pitch on the way is high and misses on a four seamer one and one the count with one out in the bottom of the first inning you know I get what you're saying, but he was the batting champ. And it's only April. I'm pleasantly surprised that he's shown us that last year wasn't a fluke. I think Tim Anderson, if he continues to be the kind of guy that always hits over 300 for this team, you will be here for a long time. He makes up for the defensive miscues. And to be honest with you, there's only been really one so far in this season. 2-2 count now after a few are fouled off and a knuckle curve. Sends down Grandal, swinging. So Cobb has struck out the first two. Anderson looking, Grandal on a swing Sox did not react very well coming out of the day off In Colorado, they lost two Looks sluggish, they get another day off and are out here In the rain on a Friday night, you hope that they can Find the groove again and get going Here's Jose Abreu, he's hitting 273 with 8 home runs Takes one outside for a ball, 1-0 the count Inside four, Seamer misses 2-0 Abreu lays off an outside pitch. 3-0 the count quickly with Mancada on deck. He of the 330 average with four home runs. The pitch from Cobb. Splitter catches the outside corner. 3-1 count. Two outs, bottom of the first. Orioles went down 1-2-3. The sack struck out the first two guys up. But now Abreu will walk down 90 feet as an outside pitch misses. So he draws the walk. He gets on base for the four-hitter, Mancada, who leads the team. Actually, he trails Anderson right now. Trails Anderson as second on the team in average with a 330 average with four home runs. He bats from the left side against the righty and the pitch. Outside misses on a knuckle curve 1-0. The knuckle curve is what got Anderson. It was also the knockout pitch against Grandau. So expect to see Cobb throw that a lot because he's getting success early on. 1-0 to Mancata. High fly ball down the first baseline, hooking foul into the stands. One and one, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a four seamer, low and outside. One and two, the count. Folks, this game is brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, a Southside tradition. Use Grubhub to support this great local business or go direct to CorkandCarryAtThePark.com. Next pitch, skied out into deep left field. It's not going to make it far enough, though. Moncada will fly out near the track. So the Sox get a base runner. But after one, there is no score in this game. A drizzly night here on the south side of Chicago as the Orioles come to town for three against the White Sox. And just a reminder, there is a great menu over at Cork and Carry at the park. They've got amazing food. The Latino burger is one of my favorites over there. They've got pulled pork sandwiches. They've got wraps. They've got wings. They've got salads if you want to, you know, try not to put on the full Pandemic 15. Lots of options for you. Incredible appetizers. they got the nachos. They're like a meal in them in their own. They're just incredible. Make sure you go check them out. Grubhub or Cork and Carry at thepark.com. Keuchel starts off against Renato Nunez. The righty takes a strike low. 0-1 the count here in the top of the second inning. Next one's fouled back. Looks like it caught the shin guard of Grandal. He shakes it off and gets back there. 0-2 quickly. The pitch to Nunez. High inside cut fastball, 1-2. Nunez is one of those guys, came on last year, He's hitting 306 right now and batting cleanup for this Orioles team. He looks like he could be a piece as they try to put things back together. But for now, he pops this one up right to the pitcher's mound and standing on the rubber is Abreu. As Keiko gets out of the way, he'll make the catch. I love how pitchers hate catching pop-ups. They'll they'll throw the ball 90-some miles an hour in there and stand in where a guy can get a hold of it in just the right way and take their head off coming back as Dwight Smith Jr. steps in hitting 233 in the five spot. But when there's a big league fly, they look for somebody to call them off and they get right out of the way. Inside two, Seamer just misses 1-0 the count. The next offering. Outside two, Seamer also just misses 2-0. That one was pretty close. I think Dallas wanted to know where that was. So did Yasmani. Big wind in the pitch. And the lefty lays off a two-seamer that's a strike this time. Smith Jr. two and one, and Keiko working quickly on this pitch. Gets the strike zone again with another two-seamer, a little bit lower, but still in the zone. So the count is even. There was a quick pitch there for sure. Grandal likes to use that at times. Now Keiko just misses. The count goes full. Quick pitch again into the wind. Grounded weakly to short. Anderson gets it on two hops and over to first. And there's two outs here in the top of the second inning. Anthony Santander. He's hitting 204. You know what's amazing about that average? That's the fifth highest average on this Orioles team at this point. That's incredible. He swings and misses at an outside pitch, 0 and 1. Much like several players in the White Sox rebuild when they are trying to figure things out and fill out a roster, he was claimed off of waivers and now bats in the middle of the order for this Baltimore team. You know, if you're if you're having a bump in the road like the Sox did on the last road trip, you really want to start off your next homestand with a team like the Orioles. But the White Sox still have to go out and play them. This is a professional baseball organization. As that pitch misses one and two the count. But I'm sure Dallas Keiko's looking to get things turned around this season, and this is the perfect team to try to do it against. Foul down the third base line on the ground past third base. Count remains one and two. The pitch to the righty. His chopped back. One and two, the count remains. Three games this weekend against the Orioles. A day off, and then Tampa Bay comes to town as this one's grounded over to Mendick, over to first easily. 4-3 put out. We head to the bottom of the second. There's no score on a rainy night in Chicago. Jimenez leads it off with Encarnacion and Mazzara following him. Aloy Jimenez stands in hitting 258. He has 10 home runs which places him third as a new month starts off in all of Major League Baseball. 10 home runs through April. Good job for Aloy, is this one's outside, 1-0. One and oh. Next pitch misses high, a four-seamer from Cobb, 2-0 oh the count. Encarnacion's on deck. There's a shift on for Aloy Jimenez. Second, short, and third are lined up between second base and third base, and the first baseman standing at second base or at least where the second baseman would normally play. Split finger pitch, waist high, just catches the inside corner. 2-1 and on the take. Now he fouls back that knuckle curve, and he was so thrown off he went down to one knee. Don't be surprised if Cobb, after seeing how Jimenez handled that, throws the same pitch. He does. Jimenez loops it out in the right field, though, this time, but it's weakly hit. It'll be caught for the first out of the second inning. Edwin Encarnacion hitting 266. The big righty stands in and takes a strike on the inside corner, four seam fastball, 0 1 the count. The next offering from Cobb outside misses 1 1. Edwin got most of the week off, came in as a pinch hitter, so he had two at bats in Colorado. But this is his first full game that he will play since Sunday. And it's Friday evening here on the south side. Fouls back a four-seamer. One and two, the count remains. Cobb looks in. Incarnacion has a tendency to chase outside pitches. Low and away, he throws a knuckle curve there. Edwin lays off at two and two. Now he goes after the knuckle curve a little bit further outside the zone. Swings and misses, and Cobb has his third strikeout and second out of this second inning you have a team like the Orioles that just doesn't have the talent but they're out there trying as hard as they can against a team like the White Sox that has the talent had a great start to the season but might be ice-cold with the weird schedule they had this week split with the Angels day off Monday lose two in Colorado day off yesterday 0-1 the count now to Nomar Mazzara the lefty hitting 192 two home runs in his last two games both in the thin air in Denver, Colorado fouls this one off down the third base line quickly 0-2 to Cobb with two outs in the bottom of the second inning the pitch swung on and missed a four-seamer gets right by him and he will sit down as we go into the top of the third inning Austin Hayes will lead off for the Orioles batting seventh there's no score in this game And Hayes Is a highly rated prospect That has been on several lists Over the last couple of years But has not broken out just yet Hitting 177 Had a big spring in 2019 That had a lot of people guessing He was going to actually make the team The Orioles were like Whoa, 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 let's hold off There's no reason to start his clock yet He's up now And he's got some work to do He's 0-1 And Keiko puts one outside For a second strike on a cut fastball. 0-2 quickly to the youngster, Austin Hayes. The next offering. Sent out into the left center field gap. Jimenez trailing back towards the track. Will catch it before it gets to the dirt. And that is one out here on the top of the third. So Hayes gave it a ride. On a night in which the rain is picking up. And Chris Davis, here's a guy with a big contract. Big left-handed bat. He will get a hold of one from... Time the time and take it out but He's hitting 195 and he's batting in the 8th spot And the shift was invented For a guy like this, he's a pull hitter So Mendick's back in shallow right Anderson's behind second, Moncada's at short As This one's Fouled off straight back, 0-2 Quickly, is Chris Davis See I wasn't joking When I said the guy with a 205 average was 5th on the Orioles, swing and a miss He goes down on 3 pitches, Keuchel has his first strike out of the game. There's two outs here in the third, and the nine hitters coming up. Pedro Severino hitting a whopping 189. Comes to the plate, and a four-seamer misses high, one know the count. No homers, no RBIs, 189 average, batting ninth. But he's a major leaguer and I'm not, so he's still better than me. Keuchel's 1-0 against him into the wind. Misses low on a two-seamer, 2-0 the count Severino's actually had a five-year career Played in Washington and now Baltimore Skies this one into center field Roberts going to come in very quickly And catch it in shallow center Had to run in but makes the play Going to the bottom of the third, no score And the rain is getting heavier here in Chicago I don't know if they're going to get this one in It's getting to be foggy in front of the plate the players are blurry and they're hard to see as Mendick takes a strike 0 1. A lot of spray as he puts a split finger down the first baseline 0 2 now. All this water makes me think of family waterproofing solutions. There's a lot of rain in the spring. If you've got problems, now's the time. We all have a lot of time on our hands. That one misses 1 2. To Danny Mendick, the 8 hitter, hitting 237. Next pitch swung on and missed the knuckle curve again. That's his knockout pitch. First time through the order, that has worked now where he has struck out five of the first eight batters that he's faced. And all but one went down on a knuckle curve. And most of those were going outside of the zone. That second time up, hopefully the White Sox will recognize that pitch. Roberts up, he's hitting 180, the rookie. Had a home run in Colorado and played a pretty good game. Game two of that series after taking game one off and also having the off day. you got a few days to sit down and sort things out. Ricky Renteria trying to handle him with kid gloves right now. And hopefully he can start turning it on just a little bit. 2-0 and o the count. The next offering from Cobb hits the outside corner low. 2-1. and one. Family Waterproofing Solutions will talk to you via video and do an estimate with you. They, you don't need to have him over at the house. And they've got safe, reliable, and proven methods to do the job right and safely. Details coming up here after this half inning with special socks in the basement deals and a portion of the proceeds going to veterans and first responder organizations. The count has gone full to Robert after he fouls a few off and gets a few pitches high and inside that he takes. The 3-2 pitch from Cobb. He's chopped down the third baseline, a slow roller. It's going to be a close play at first. Robert is just barely out. A great bare hand throw from Nunez at third. It died in the soggy grass. It was like a bunt, and nobody was up for it. Luis Robert almost beats that out. But unfortunately, he goes down. There's two outs here in the bottom of the third, and Tim Anderson gets a second look at Alex Cobb, who's up to 44 pitches already with two outs in the bottom of the third, but has struck out Anderson. And four other White Sox batters so far. Second time through the lineup. Hopefully T.A. and the rest of them will be looking out for that knuckle curve that has given him so many troubles. The 0-2 pitch to Anderson. is chopped down the first baseline. A diving stab. Stops him from getting through. I think the fans thought it had gotten underneath the glove. It does not. Nice play by Chris Davis over at first base for the unassisted three putout. After three, no runs, no hits, no errors for either team. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at familybasementwaterproofing.com. The only runner to reach base has been Jose Abreu on a walk from Alex Cobb. Dallas Keuchel stands out there with 32 pitches under his belt starting the fourth inning in the rain. And a cut fastball catches the outside corner, 0-1. Ramon Urias is 0-1, stands in there. The righty, signed out of Mexico, hitting at the top of the order right now for the Orioles. we will take another strike, two seamer at the knees, 0-2, as Keuchel is pouring him in there, much like the downpour we're experiencing here on a Friday night. Swung on and missed, dropped third strike Rondell takes his time and throws it Down the first for the out, that's the Second strikeout for Keuchel It's a low pitch, goes right Underneath the bat, bounces right before the glove And then down the first On the 2-3 to three put out on the Drop third strike, it goes down as a strikeout though In your scorebook Alberto Henzer Alberto, who's 0 for 1 And the righty Awaits the first pitch from Keuchel and it's chopped Down the first baseline foul One out, top of the fourth, no score. Orioles-White Sox kicking off a three-game series. Changeup at the waist. Call the strike, 0-2. The next pitch. Fouled off. Count remains 0-2. The offering from Keuchel sent down a third-base line foul right in front of the ball boy out in the outfield. 0-2 it remains. Keuchel delivers again. Tries to get him to chase outside on a 77-mile-an-hour changeup. He does not get him to swing. 40 pitches so far, 31 of them for strikes for Dallas Keuchel. Pitch number 41. Chopped up the middle. Mendick going to make a nice play, backhanded and across, and gets him by a step and a half. He had to cover a lot of ground. Catches that just off to the side of second base. Quick flip and a throw. And Jose Iglesias, the three-hitter for the Orioles and three-hitter in this inning, Is 0 for 1 and stands in and puts this one towards short. Anderson on the two hop across the first. Rack him up 6 3. Midway through the fourth, no digits up on the board for anybody yet. Yasmani Grandal is 0 for 1 tonight. In fact, everybody's 0 for except for Jose Abreu. He's 0 for 0 with a walk. Grandal struck out in the first inning as Cobb sits on five strikeouts. That's
1: a ball.
0: Went through the first, run through the White Sox order, striking out five in that run and only walking one, giving up no hits. Two inside pitches as Grandal holds off on a check swing on the second one, brings the count to 2-0. Arizona leading the Cubs 2-1 right now early in their game. Out in warmer and drier climate. Abreu's on deck right now, 3-0 the count. To Grandal The name of the game is patience With a guy like Cobb and the way he's going High four Seamer Just hits the zone below the letters Three and one right down the middle Was that pitch Grandal waits for the next one And that misses He tried to go to the same place But it was a little bit higher Yasmani saw that Lays off and he'll walk down the first Cobb's second free pass And it's a leadoff walk here in the fourth inning The rain is coming down, and Jose Abreu, who walked in the first, steps in against Alex Cobb. Dave, my co-host, luckily joining me this entire weekend, and I'm I'm wondering what you're thinking about Abreu so far, as he rips this one deep in the left field, trailing back towards the wall, and that one is gone! Home run, Jose Abreu! The White Sox take the lead, 2-0, as it lands in the bullpen area 350 feet out out of here at 96 miles per hour a big towering shot into the rain as it continues to come down heavier and heavier two to nothing white sox
1: You know, I'm looking at this, Jose Abreu is doing what Jose Abreu normally does at 273. He's got 338 on base, 537 slugging, you know, 875 OPS total. That's about what you would expect Jose Abreu
0: to do. Meanwhile, Moncada's 2-0. He's got two home runs in his last six games. He moved over into the fourth spot in the lineup six games ago. That's why I bring it up. He's put two outs since he's gotten in there. He only had two coming into that spot. Now he puts one out against the shift in the left field. They're all shifted right. Moncada's gonna come around quickly and into second base with a double standing up. We've seen some teams shift against Juan Moncada and some do not. Those that have shifted, he has beaten that shift. He put that one right down the line and rolled it out into the outfield grass all the way to the wall because nobody's standing in left and nobody's standing in third. We've seen him do that now three or four times. I think shifting against Moncada is a terrible decision. We've seen several managers do it, not all of them, early on in the season. So now with no outs and Obama to fourth, the Sox lead two to nothing. They got a runner on second in Moncada and Aloy Jimenez who lined out in the second inning. That first time through the order, Alex Cobb was lights out. The second time through, they are on him. The pitch on the way. Sent out in a right field, that's gonna be a base hit. Mankata's gonna come around third base and try to score, the throw coming in from Hayes. On the mark, but he's underneath the tag, safe. Head first slide, and the White Sox lead this game three to nothing. Nice throw coming in from Austin Hayes. He's gonna come up with lots of momentum in shallow right field and put it on a bead to home plate, but it's a little bit up the third base line. Mankata's gonna slide right behind the catcher and get in there with his hand on the plate before the swipe tag can be applied. Bang, bang, play at home. It's going to go down as a single for Jimenez. And Encarnacion immediately on the first pitch. Sends one out deep in the left. It will be caught. And there is one out here in the bottom of the fourth. So one pitch, one out for Encarnacion. But before that out, Grandal walked. Two-run home run from Abreu. Double from Mancada. RBI single from Aloy Jimenez. And Nomar Mazara comes up. With a strike on the second inning, 0 for 1. Two home runs in his last two games. Trying to turn around a very slow start. Jimenez with a moderate lead at first. This one's chopped down the first baseline foul. Against Cobb, is 1 for 7. Lifetime. So you could say he's due. The pitch. chopped down the third baseline. So 0 and 2 the count. Cobb sitting on 61 pitches now, as the Sox have gotten to him here in the bottom of the fourth inning, leading 3-0 in a downpour. Started as a drizzle, it's getting worse. Hopefully they get this game in. The next pitch, ball, low and inside for Seamer. 1-2 and two the count now to Mazzaro. Mazzaro went down on three pitches the first time up, so he finally gets a ball. Now he's going to chop this one and almost hit Darrell Boston, who dives out of the way down the first baseline. The lefty Mazzara against the righty Cobb, the pitch on the way. Low and outside knuckle curve, two and two. See, second time through, they're not diving for that. White Sox batters fully aware of that pitch. Knuckle curve this time is lined to third. They were lucky it hit the third baseman right in the glove. Well, that's a double down the line. But playing the line for some reason against the lefty Mazzara. So it's a hard hit ball for a line out There's two outs in the bottom of the fourth Danny Mendick comes up and takes a knuckle curve inside At the hands 1-0 and the count The pitch Four-seamer catches the zone high at the letters 1-1 one and one, the count is even with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning So the middle of that White Sox lineup Adjusted to the starting pitcher That had not given up a hit Through the first three innings and had taken down The first ten batters he faced With the exception of a walk in the middle there With five strikeouts in there And then the Sox come out In the fourth inning and put it to him The two on pitch Foul down the first baseline Two and two the count is even The Mendick The next offering on the way Swung on and missed inside fastball Mendick goes down But not before the White Sox get three Including a two run home run From Jose Abreu into the lights and into the night On a soggy evening on the south side And the White Sox lead 3-0 after 4 Renato Nunez is 0-1 for Like I said earlier, he's a nice player He's hitting 3-0-3 He's one of those guys that's going to stick around on this team It'll either be a piece they trade if the rebuild isn't going right Or a piece that will be around when they finally figure it out here in Baltimore First pitch though, he's going to fly out to right field for an easy out to Nomar Mazar. And there's one gone right away here in the top of the fifth inning. And Dwight Smith Jr. comes to the plate. 0 for 1. Keuchel entered the inning with 42 pitches here to start off the fifth. He's sitting on 43 and here's number 44. Inside 4 Seamer. 0 and 1 the count. Smith actually has been hitting 400 over the last week. So he's starting to come alive. The pitch from Keuchel. Swung on and missed on a slider, tailing away 0-2. But he has a determined man with a glorious beard on the mound who almost struck him out on an inside two-seamer that was taken. Borderline call. Keichel doesn't get it. Takes the hat off as if to express his disfavor with that call. 1-2 and two the count. Lefty on lefty action. The pitch on the way. Chop foul on a slider, diving away from the plate as Smith is protecting. The 1-2 pitch, chopped down the first baseline, grabbed it by Abreu, he'll step on first, two outs in the fifth inning. Anthony Anthony Santander, the man we talked about with the 2.05 average coming into the game, that made him the fifth best average on the Orioles and he's still got the fifth best average on the Orioles. Has scored five runs in his last 10 games and takes an inside pitch for a ball, 1-0. With two outs in the top of the fifth, the next pitch is also inside. Two and zero quickly to Santander. Change up down the middle. Two and one. Keuchel's beard is glorious in the rain, though it must be annoying. And that thing, that thing's not looking good. It's soaking wet out there. Probably adds like three, four pounds to his face. It's amazing he's been pitching so well to this point. Three and one the count now as that pitch misses. The next offering on the way Chopped the first, scooped by Abreu Flipped to Keuchel coming over And that's a 3-1 to one put out to end the fifth Dallas Keuchel has faced the minimum Through five We go to the top of the sixth three to nothing, White Sox Luis Robert Is 0-1 He had a ground out in the third It was a bang bang play At first base He has a home run in his last game as he tries desperately to figure things out. The pitch here in the bottom of the fifth. And Dave, I want to go to you one more time, and then we're going to save the rest of it for the next game. You're going to be with us all weekend. But what do you think here? Robert not doing well. Mandrigal's not in the game tonight. He's also not doing well out of the gate. As Cobb delivers an inside pitch for Seymour, 2-0 the count. What are your thoughts on that at this point in a White Sox simulated season?
1: I'm not necessarily buying the, and again, realizing that this is just a simulation and we're dealing with a couple of uh, rookies here, but I expect in real life more from uh, Lewis Robert and Nick Madrigal.
0: That one's rifled out in the right field. Base hit for Robert. I cut off your answer, Dave. Go ahead and finish your thought. The
1: on-base percentage for Nick Madrigal is definitely gonna be a lot higher than 227. You know, the slugging percentage for Lewis Robert is definitely gonna be higher than two seventy when we get these guys in real life. Just my opinion. So
0: first pitch to Tim Anderson with a runner on first and Louis Robert in a rainstorm as two pitchers warm up for the Orioles, a righty and a lefty is an inside knuckle curve taken for a strike. T.A. has yet to figure out that pitch. Some of his teammates have figured it out. That's why we're up 3 to nothing. Now he rips this one deep in the left field, tailing back towards the wall at the track. It looks like it'll be caught. It will be. That's going to chase the runner, Robert, back to first. There's one out in the bottom of the fifth. That was a knuckle curve. He did get on it, just not enough, and that's the difficulty with that pitch. You've got to know it's coming, and then you've got to hit it perfectly. Yasmani Grandel steps up. And there goes Luis Robert. The throw down to second base, he is safe underneath the tag. The Orioles actually pitched out on that play, and he still beat it. They knew he was going, the tag was bad. Ball got there in plenty of time, and Iglesias misses the swipe. And Robert is the beneficiary of bad defense, and stands on second base, oh yeah, and the pitch was a ball. So now after Grandal fouls this one back, the count is 1-1 one and one with one out in the bottom of the fifth. And good speed on board at second base. Cobb checks the runner, Robert, looks in for the pitch. Knuckle curve misses low and outside, 2-1. and one. The rain is still coming down, but that really heavy bout that we had, I thought they would have put the tarp on for a little bit. They did not. That's at least backed off. It's not down to a drizzle yet, but it is still coming down a little bit lighter. 2-2 two two as that pitch gets in the zone. Rondell lays off another knuckle curve low. He's not fooled by that pitch. He's 0-1 with a walk and a run scored. He's got a 3-2 count right now. And Jose Abreu stands on deck. The pitch from Cobb. Swung on and missed on a four-seamer that was high and way outside of the zone. Maybe some rain got in uh, Yasmani's eyes. With was a 3-2 pitch there. And knowing that he probably doesn't want to see Abreu, I think Yasmani just assumed it was going to be in the zone. He didn't believe he would walk him, and he swung at a bad pitch. Two outs at the bottom of the fifth inning. Abreu stands in. Knuckle curve just catches the inside portion of the plate. 0-1. You don't see as many knuckleballers as you see guys that can throw the knuckle curve these days. This is like the third guy we've seen already that has that in his repertoire as Abreu follows this one off down the first baseline line, is quickly 0-2 with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Next pitch is high and misses 1-2. 85 pitches for Cobb right now. He may have a sixth inning in him, but that's probably it. That's probably the most. And it'll be iffy to see if he comes out, seeing as how he's already losing this game 3 to nothing. The count goes full. As Cobb continues to try to nibble and can't get it across the plate Abreu one for one with a walk and a two run home run Stands in with a full count, Robert on second base with two outs, the pitch Misses, low And he walks him So Abreu now has walked twice and had the two run home run We're first and second with Moncada up Yoan took advantage of the shift last time and just put that down the third base line. He's still batting lefty against Cobb. Let's see if they line up in the shift as he gets up here to the plate. And the first pitch comes across and is a strike down the middle. Infield playing straight up. Outfield shifted over a little bit, but not as much as they were before. As this one is a towering shot out into left field. It's gonna stay in the ballpark way too high. Comes down into the glove and that ends the inning White Sox threaten but don't get any more runs They still lead 3-0 Going to the top of the 6th inning Top of the 6th inning Dallas Keuchel starts off with only 53 pitches And a 3-0 lead Facing Austin Hayes Who's 0-1 and throws a 2-seamer High and inside in the zone For a called first strike Working quickly back at Hayes Inside slider Just misses 1-1 the count Keiko into his delivery. Chopped down the third baseline foul. The count is one and two. Yankees and the Blue Jays tied up in Toronto right now at three. Next offering. Foul back. Rangers and the Red Sox tied up at five in Boston. A lot of tie ball games going on as weekend series are starting. High outside two seamer just misses. Two and two the count to Hayes. The Indians leading the San Francisco Giants two to nothing right now. The change-up low just misses. The count goes full. Detroit beating up on Kansas City 3-0 midway through their game. The 3-2 pitch from Keiko to Hayes. Cap foul down the first baseline. He'll get another chance. Keiko doesn't want to let him off the hook. Neither does Grandal. Check swing. Did he go? They're going to say he didn't, and Keiko will let... The first batter of the game go to first base, and the fans are upset because I'm going to tell you up to this point, he has been perfect. Perfect through five. Let's see if he goes around here. That is really close. They're showing it. Oh, he went. I don't know. Maybe it's just a fan in me. It's really close. It's really, really close. Rondell was disappointed in it, but he's got to get back at it. The fan base out here at the rate knew what was going on. That's the first runner of the game for Dallas Keuchel on a walk. He has not given up a hit yet, though. He still has that intact. With a runner on first and Chris Davis up, 0-for-1. The big lefty stands in with a runner on first base. Pops this one out into left field. Jimenez is underneath it. He will make the play. There's one gone. Pedro Severino, the catcher, is 0-for-1 with a flyout in the third inning. Comes up with one out here on the top of the sixth and a runner on first. Keuchel throws a two-seamer just below the knees. 1-0 and the count. Checks the runner at first and Hayes, the pitch. Swung on that time. He did go. Severino tried to check it and couldn't on an outside pitch. 1-1. and The next offering. Chopped in front of the plate. Grondell comes out, picks up the ball and goes down the first baseline to get him on a bang-bang play. So, almost a hit, but not a hit. Two outs. The runner advances to second base. And Ramon Urias comes to the plate and takes an outside changeup for a ball, 1-0. Runner on second. Two outs. Top of the sixth inning. The White Sox winning 3-0. This one's fouled off down the first baseline over the dugout. Count is 1-1. One one. It's a nice play by Grandal coming out. Now we have a two-seam fastball that misses the outside corner. Peichel with the 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed a changeup below the knees. 2-2 two two the count. He's at 70 pitches right now with two outs and a 2-2 count in the top of the sixth inning. He stays at a pretty good pace if he can take Urias down right now. Chopped the second. Mendick makes the play over to first scooped by Abreu. He shows the glove to the umpire through six innings. The perfect game is over, but Dallas Keuchel has a no-hitter through six. We'll see what happens in the final three innings as the Sox lead 3 to nothing. Hector Velasquez will come in for his 20th appearance for the Orioles so far. He's got an 0-1 record, 25 innings and a 2.52 earned run average. And Aloya Jimenez steps up to kick off the bottom of the sixth inning with the White Sox up 3-0. He's 1-2 for in this game with an RBI single. Leads the team in RBIs. Inside changeup misses 1-0 the count. Sean Armstrong, the righty and Richard Bleer, the lefty, still warming for the Orioles even though they just brought in Velasquez. The 1-0 pitch, the Yemenis, Low and inside misses ball two. two 2-0. You know, I'm not going to say it because you don't know what's going to happen in the next three innings. But uh, if a check swing is the only reason anybody reaches first base on a rainy night for Dallas Geichel, and it's that close, you might have an umpire sitting at the end of his bed feeling remorse later on this evening. 3-0 and to Jimenez. But there's still some excitement to be had here as a four-seamer inside at the waist, taken for a strike, 3-1. and The pitch from Velasquez... Just gets the inside corner. Jimenez was taking. It was close, but he doesn't get it. The count is full. He's going to have to swing now, likely. The pitch on the way. Misses outside. Aloy Jimenez could have been a statue. He never swings. He goes full and he takes a pitch that's close on the outside corner. And walks down the first base. Edwin Encarnacion comes out. Got a runner on first. Bomb of the sixth inning. The pitch on the way. Low changeup misses, 1-0 the count The next offering Chop back foul, 1-1 Now he's going to chop one short in front of the plate A spinning throw by the catcher is going to get him Mainly because he doesn't have a lot of speed Jimenez is in the second, so it's just like a bunt Nomar Mazar is 0-2, he's got strike a strikeout and a lineout He steps up here with one out in the bottom of the sixth inning And here's the offering Up the middle, base hit. Coming around third is Jimenez. There will be a play and a throw comes in. He is out at the plate. On a bang-bang play, trying to get home. It worked earlier in the game, sending a runner. This time the ball was perfectly thrown from left field. Left center, to be honest with you, as that came up the middle more. He is going to get there before the ball gets there and miss the plate with his lead hand and as he reaches back to get it with his his right hand, the left hand was closer to the plate, he misses with the left hand, so he flips over on his stomach and tries to tag with his right hand, and they get him right before the hand hits the plate. A better slide, gets the run. Socks still lead, three to nothing, with a runner on first and Danny Mendick at the plate, 0 for two, as this one's fouled off down the third base line. The 1-1 pitch to Mendick. Out into right field on a base hit Runners at first and second now And right there, there's the argument that you can make You're out at home, your very next guy came up and got a base hit That would have easily scored the run, you'd have have one less out Changes the inning But when it's that close It's hard to argue Or is it hard to argue? As Luis Robert pops this one up in the shallow left field on the first pitch This will be the third out of the inning after six, the White Sox lead three to nothing as they squander a chance to get another run. That said, we have some excitement hopefully lined up here in the back half of this game. Dallas Keuchel will come to the mound in the top of the seventh with 71 pitches under his belt. And the only person to reach base has been off of a walk, one of them. There's a buzz in the crowd as he starts off the seventh with a low curveball. One and 0 the count. The pitch on the way. Fouled off down the first baseline, 1-1. One and one. He was perfect into the sixth inning before the walk on a 3-2 check swing. There's a check swing strike, 1-2 and two the count. On Hanser Alberto. The crowd is up right now just for this pitch here in the seventh. They know what's going on, and right away, it's over the head of Jose Abreu for a base hit. Cancel the postgame show. I feel like it was a little early for the crowd It made sense for me to mention it But the crowd getting up I think they were just excited in the rain About the possibility of a no-hitter That's a hit There's a runner on first now There's a game to be won The sacks leave 3-0 With no outs at the top of the seventh And Keuchel's been very, very good He throws one at the knees called a ball, 1-0 the count The rain, they back to a drizzle Not as heavy he Misses on a changeup now, two and zero. If I know Dallas Keuchel, just from watching him throughout this season, he does not want the story to be "I blew the no hitter and had to leave the game." He wants to finish the seventh, go into the eighth, and go as long as he can. As the two seamers rip down the third base line foul, two and one, to Inglesias, the shortstop for the Orioles now swings and misses, and a changeup tailing away, two and two, the count. Teichel sitting on 79 pitches, this will be pitch number 80 with a runner on first and a 2-2 count, no outs in the top of the 7th inning. Set out in the left field, Jimenez comes in, can't get to it as it bounces in front of him. Back to back hits for the Orioles, first and second as that ball comes in to Moncada at third base to hold the runners and they are going to go out and talk to Dallas right now and I think it's just to tell them, hey I know you had one thing on your mind. But you're having a great game, and you see Moncada talking to him right now, like, "Just make the pitches. We're behind you." You know, it was exciting for the first six innings, but we got to get back into the game now. Here, we don't want to blow this. We're up three to no, three to nothing. All right, and so that's what's going on. They're having a little talk with him. Meanwhile, you can see the bullpen is getting up. They're just going to have a few guys start tossing. Steve Cishek is warming up out in the pen, along with Jace Fry. And Keuchel will look in and get ready to continue to seventh with no outs and two runners on. Holding a 3-0 lead, he burns in a two-seamer for a strike as he tries to reset. Looks back at the runner at second base, the pitch on the way. Foul back, 0-2 the count. First time all game that Keuchel has had to keep track of somebody behind him. High two-seamer just misses, one and two. You can see Dallas wanted that one. Takes the ball back angrily out of the air. Gets right back up on the mound and stares in. Rondell with the sign, Keuchel's set. Checks the runner, the pitch on the way. High two-seam fastball, misses, two and two. Trying to go up top on Nunez, their best hitter, who's 0 for 2. The next offering, kept foul down the first baseline. This is the best hitter the Orioles have. And they they are super excited probably to have him up there with two on, but now he swings an inside slider and misses And he's down on strikes, only the third strikeout for Dallas Keuchel today As he gets one out here in the seventh now The runners remaining on first and second And he tries to work his way into the depths of this lineup Which can be a black hole Dwight Smith Jr. is 0 for 2. The lefty on lefty action, and here's the pitch. Slider tailing away, misses 1-0 the count. He's 0 for 2 with two groundouts in this game, hitting 227. He's got an on-base percentage of only 292. So he does not like to walk. You want to take advantage of a guy like that. Inside, Slider just misses 2-0. This season with runners in scoring position, Smith Jr. is hitting 194. Keiko keeping an eye on the lead runner at second base. Now the pitch misses outside on a two-seamer, and quickly it's three and zero out to Smith Jr. In the steady rain, with Anthony Santander in the on-deck circle, Keiko trying to fight back in this count. The pitch down the middle, a two-seamer taken for a strike. Three and one. You don't want to load the bases. Keiko has pitched a very good game, but if he puts a runner on, he may have to get by with a little help from his friends here, and those being the friends in the bullpen. You know he doesn't want to do it, the pitch, foul back, the count is full, took something off of that, a 79 mile an hour changeup, after going with the fastball, the pitch before in the exact same portion of the plate, the 3-2 pitch. Chop back foul, a changeup that tailed inside on the corner. Would have been a close call. Count remains full. The pitch. Popped up to center field. Robert, now drifting back, will make the catch. The runner on second will not advance as he puts in a good throw to third. I'll tell you something right now. That throw we just put in from center field out the third base was as long a throw as I've seen him have to make. And he's not very accurate going home. But the third, it was on the money. And the Orioles didn't challenge him. Two outs now as Santander steps up 0 for 2. And immediately skies one out in the right. Mazzara underneath it will make the play. One pitch, one out for Santander. And Keuchel through 7. He gets some applause coming off the field. The Sox lead 3-0. Wade LeBlanc comes in. The pitch the bottom of the seventh for the Orioles. 11 games, 31 innings so far this season. 5.23 ERA, 20 strikeouts, 7 walks. They use him a lot. Tim Anderson is up for his fourth at bat, 0 for 3 in this game. I feel like Dave put the hex on him, talking about how he didn't understand his high batting average. I see a batting champ off to a good start. Let's keep it up, T.A. Fouls that one off, 0 and 1 the count. Low changeup misses one and one. They're into the tenth inning in Boston now, with the Rangers and the Red Sox still tied up at five. Elvis Andrus three for five with a two-run home run in that game. Inside four seamer misses two and one. The count. The Indians are a final against the Giants. They win two to nothing at home in Cleveland. We have the Giants coming up soon in San Francisco. I believe it's next weekend. Yasmani Grandal stands on deck as that pitch misses, 3-1 the count. In the seventh inning, Detroit still leading Kansas City, 3-0.
1: High
0: four, Seamer misses. T.A. will take the walk. Heads down to first base. Yasmani Grandal comes up, he'll get the hit from the right side of the plate now. Because he's got a lefty pitcher up there. The pitch on the way. Rounded the short. It's going to be a tailor-made double play. Flip the second and over to first. Six to four to three on the first pitch to Grandal. There's two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. And Jose Abreu will come up one for one with two walks and a big two-run home run. Brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park at 33rd and Princeton. Get yourself some good vittles with Cork and Carry at the Park. Grubhub, Park.com. It's really simple, and it supports a small business that is a Southside tradition, and we all want to get through this pandemic. Ground ball, the short, caught, over to first, out. Abreu finally makes it out. After seven, the Sox continue to lead three to nothing. And that'll be it for Keiko as Steve Cieszek will come out to start the eighth inning. 13 games, 15 innings, a 1-0 record. He's got a save, 17 strikeouts to eight walks. Righty's hitting 125 against him. Lefty's hitting 143. He's got a righty and Austin Hayes up, who's 0-for-1 with a walk. He was the first batter to reach base as he led off the sixth inning. Keuchel continued to keep the rest of them off base until he gave up a hit to start off the seventh inning. Fights through the seventh with two on for pretty much the entire inning. Gets out of it. He had a great game. Puts his team in a position to win as Sechek. Misses twice close inside and is 2-0 to Hayes. The sidearm pitcher for the White Sox standing in the rain in the high socks, throws a sinker over the top of the bat. And that's crazy because that pitch was low and inside. It goes up and sinks so quickly back down again that it was like a rainbow. And Hayes swung right out in front of it and underneath. The 2-1 pitch, chop back foul. 2-2, two two, the count is even. Sisek loves the sinker, loves to stay low in the zone, but will move inside out and try to keep the batter off balance. And every once in a while will go up high. He puts this one up high as it's fouled down the third base line near the pole, but goes foul. The high pitch is what gets him, but he does it every once in a while to fool somebody. Now he comes in low. It's a ground ball to Mancada. Rely on your defense. Five to three across the field. That's a put out. And there's one gone. Dallas Keuchel. Gives up two hits and walks one. Over seven full innings. Struck out three. 94 total pitches. No runs. A really good outing for him. He has to be proud of that outing. That's how you want to start off a new month. Ciszek in the Davis. Swinging strike. 0-1 the count. The lefty Davis stands up there 0-2 and awaits the pitch. Sent out in the right field is going to fall in front of Mazzara There was a shift on But he found that one spot in the shift that nobody was standing You got Mendick out in short right You got Robert in right center You have Mazzara deep down the line And it's going to fall in between Mazzara, Abreu, and Mendick In the perfect spot for a base hit down the line He gets a single Swung on and misses the first pitch to Severino, the catcher, who's over 2 with a fly-out and a ground-out. 0-1 the count to him with one out in the top of the eighth inning. The next offering on the way. Slider diving outside, he doesn't chase it. 1-1 the count. Remember, every one of these games is recapped in full. Stats, box scores, after every series you get a rundown of everything going on on the team and all the team stats. Sox on 35th, the world-famous blog. Visit them after every broadcast at Soxon35th.com. As this one's rifled out into the right-center field gap, but it hangs up there long enough for Mazzaro to make the play. Gets it into Mendick, and the runner, Davis, retreats back to first. Two outs here at the top of the eighth Not inning. Bad. And Ramon Urias, 0 for 3. I finally caught the announcer. He might be called Urias. This one's fouled down the third base line and Hook's foul. Would have been gone if it was fair, but not straight enough. 0-1 the count on a long strike to Urias. Let's start calling him by the right name. I might have started with Urias, moved to Urias. Now I'm back to Urias. I am not Jason Bonetti. Foul ball down the line, 1-2 the count. Although Jason's welcome to come on anytime he wants to. I don't know if he's allowed to. The 1-2 pitch. Urias sets... Ciszek sets, inside sinker, fouled off down the line will reset. One and two the count with Davis on first base. He's not fast. He's not even moderately fast. I think Paul Canerco would beat him in a foot race. Edwin Encarnacion, I think, would beat him in a foot race. That's saying something. The one-two pitch. Swung on and missed a slider. Ciszek pumps the fist as he spins around and heads in. He's happy with his eighth inning. We're happy with this game so far. Midway through the eighth, the White Sox lead at 3 0. Sean Armstrong will come in to pitch. The bottom of the eighth inning for the Orioles. 17 appearances, 16 and a third innings, 6.61 ERA. Opposing hitters hitting 275 against him. And Joan Mancada's one for three. And will continue to hit from the left side as another righty is in. He's got a double and a run scored. Looks like it'll be Alex Colome's ninth inning as he's warming up alone in the bullpen with the Sox leading three to nothing over the Orioles. And Armstrong's high and inside for a ball, one and know oh the count. The pitch on the way. Deep fly ball, way back, Marcada flips the bat as it goes into the night on a monster home run, way out into right field. 420 feet. Out of here at 108 miles an hour. Yohan buries that ball. And there's an insurance run and his fifth home run of the season. Gets to the plate and Jimenez, is on deck, and him, they jump into each other's arms. Huge high five after a huge home run. Moncada with the flip and the struck. He was digging on that pitch, way back, deep into the stands, in right center field, two thirds of the way back towards the concourse. That was a bomb. It is four to nothing, White Sox now, as Aloya Menez who's one for two with a single and an RBI, steps up to the plate. The four-run lead will make you think twice. Now, do you bring in Colome? It'll be interesting to see if somebody else gets up. And they try to save their closer. Inside pitch taken for a ball. 1-0 the count. The pitch on the way. Cut fastball inside taken 1-1. One and one. What was interesting about that was Mancada has hit so much better from the right side. It just seems like he has more power from the right side. So the Orioles have a lefty in. They switch pitchers. To keep him on that side of the plate. They had no problem with Grandal moving over to the right side because he seems to be stronger from the left side. At least early on in the season. And then Mancata does that from the left side. And the count goes full. Three and two. The pitch on the way to Jimenez. Outside misses on a cut fastball. And Aloy will walk down to first base with a base hit. And Domingo will come in the run for Jimenez. So his evening is over. He had a pretty good game out there. Add a little bit more defense. Get some speed with no outs here in the eighth inning. Encarnacion stands in. The righty is 0 for 3. Caps this one in between first and second. They're gonna try to get angle at second. He's safe. Encarnacion is safe as they come back across. So that was a mistake. There's two on now. Amazing. And now coming out to hit for Nomar Mazzara, Nick Madrigal is going to get in the bat. And takes an inside four-seam fastball. So Madrigal is going to get a pinch hit opportunity here with two on and no out in the bottom of the eighth inning. So Renteria playing with the lineup here on the back end. And a cut fastball is fouled off down the first baseline, one and one. When you're trying to get a rookie going, maybe you see something in the pitcher that matches up good with your hitter. Trying to see if he can get some confidence up there That pitch is outside 2-1 and one the count Engel leads off of first Encarnacion Check that Engel leads off of second And Encarnacion leads off of first Low inside cut fastball 3-1 and one the count Danny Mendix on deck The next pitch on the way Inside cut fastball Taken 3-2 and two the count Madrigal with the count full and runners on first and second with no outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Oh! And he can't believe that call. All night long, the strike zone has not been that big. But he's called out on a fastball below the knees. Well below the knees. And we've gone over it before. I think Nick Mandergol gets ripped off from time to time. Because he's young and he's not getting any respect. And Danny Mendick now steps in. Takes a cut fastball in the outside corner. 1-0 the count. Next pitch swung on and missed a four-seamer. Counts even at one. One out here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Cut fastball, fouled off. 1-2 and two now the count. This one sent out into shallow right-center field. Nobody's going to advance on it. It's a fly out. So the Sox get two on. And then the Orioles get two outs. Mankata did hit the home run. We are up by four. Inning feels a little mismanaged. Possibly whoever was hitting the buttons in the the, uh, dugout may have accidentally, instead of putting Mandrigal at first, as a runner, put him up there hitting. But that doesn't make any sense, does it? How is that possible? As Luis Roberts swings at a pitch high and inside, 0-2 the count. Roberts, Owen, Tudors, two outs, bomb in the eighth inning. Engel leads off of second base. They're checking him. The pitch inside here is low. One and two to Luis Robert. He's one for three in this game. And honestly, could have had two more hits. He's Been playing hard today up at the plate. Good at bats all around. The four seamers put off down the first baseline. Count remains one and two. The pitch to Robert. Sent out into right field, tailing back towards the pole, into the corner. And that is over the wall for a ground rule double. Luis Robert is going to get it down just inside the chalk. It's going to bounce over into section 108. I want to say that that play was made by the one and only Aloha Mr. Hand. Nice grabs that comes over the wall. Goes on the right, curves back. It looked like it was going to be foul. Hits right before the chalk and then bounces right into section 108. Hats off to those guys. They get a Luis Roberts souvenir. With two outs and the bottom of the eighth inning, the Sox now lead five to nothing. And Tim Anderson comes to the plate. Alex Colome has sat down. Jace Fry's up along with Carson Fomer. Cut fastball high and outside, but not outside enough. Goes for a strike. 0-1 the count to T.A. He's 0-3 with a walk in this game. So he ends up with a fifth at bat. The pitch. Over to second. Easy ground ball over to first on the throw. He will ground out, but the Sox get two insurance runs. One of them off the home run from Mancada, and they lead five to nothing. Little bit of a different alignment for the White Sox defensively here in the ninth inning. Leary Garcia's in right. Adam Mingles in left. Danny Mendick is out of the game and Mandrigal will come into second base. Alberto's up to the plate and Steve Ciszek will remain in the game at least to start things off. And he's 1-0 against the righty for the Orioles. The next pitch. Chopped down the third base line. Mankata with a diving stab. Up and throws it and gets him on a brilliant defensive play. Abreu points across the field at him. And Mankata... Turns around and shows him his back and points at the name on the back of his jersey. They're having fun out there. He dives in one going down the line. Gets up and throws out the runner. That's an easy double. Ciszek tips his cap and Jose Iglesias, who's one for three, steps in with one out here on the top of the ninth. The pitch on the way. Inside slider taken. Owen won the count. Iglesias one for three. The pitch. High outside, four seam fastball. He tried to come up on him, but kept it out of the zone just in case. Batter did not chase. Five to nothing, White Sox. One out, top of the ninth. Low sinker inside. Doesn't bite. Two and one. The Twins are out in Los Angeles. Technically, Anaheim. We were just there last weekend. They're leading against the Angels in a heavyweight fight out there. Three to nothing. In the third inning Two and two the count. Popped up in the shallow right field. Liery Garcia underneath it. He'll make the catch. Those two gone. And Renato Nunez is 0 for 3 with a strikeout in the seventh inning. And the White Sox with two outs in the top of the ninth will give Ciszek a chance to finish the game out. 5 to nothing score. Dallas Keuchel. Was perfect into the 6th inning and had a no-hitter into the 7th. Want to know the count now to Nunez on a pitch that misses outside. The next offering, chop-back foul, 1-1. One 2-run one. home run by Abreu early on in the game. Solo shot by Mancata. A couple other runs put together which had been a problem for the White Sox. they starting to put some runs together on the base paths again instead of relying on the long ball. Swung on a miss, one and missed 1-2. and Next pitch just misses. The count is even at two and two. To Nunez, the rain has finally stopped. Isn't that funny? The pitch swung out and missed. The sinker couldn't get his bat around on it. The White Sox beat the Orioles, game one of this three-game set, on a rainy Friday night on the South Side, five to nothing. Keuchel and Sezec combine for the shutout. A really nice game by Dallas Keuchel. White Sox hitters starting to get back into the groove. It was a team effort out there. Some great defense. Juan Mankata put on a show. Couple of big defensive plays and the big home run. This team looks good. They had a great April. I expect another good month here in May. The Sox win at five to nothing. This game has been brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park at 33rd in Princeton. A Southside tradition, make sure you check them out on Grubhub or Park.com. Also want to give another shout out to Family Waterproofing Solutions. Uh, I just uh, talked to Ken, the Marine veteran, the other day. And he told me, Chris, we're getting so many calls, people are loving us. He said, I'm glad I can help. So I'm pretty pumped up about that and I'm pumped up that you, are going to those guys and getting the work done and getting the estimates. People are really happy with what they're getting from Family Waterproofing Solutions, and we're happy to help them out. Dallas Keuchel is your player of the game. Seven innings pitched, two hits, three strikeouts, one walk, no earned runs. That's all over the seven innings, as I said. Alex Cobb's a loser, five innings pitched. He struck out seven. But he gave up four hits and walked three and got three earned runs. Tagged on to his record. Steve Ciszek, two innings pitch, gave up a hit and struck out two. In relief, Juan Mancada, two for four with the home run, the double. Jose Abreu, one for two with several walks. And he also had a two run home run. Luis Robert went two for four with a double today and an RBI, nice to see him have a good day at the plate. Every time he was up, he looked good. And Aloy Jimenez, one for two, with an RBI single. The socks look good tonight. Let's see if we look good tomorrow. Dylan Cease coming off of a couple really good performances will be on the mound and my pal Dave will be back as he will be here all weekend long to talk about the team, The White Sox in general, and how things are going in this 2020 simulated season every day since opening day. Socks in the basement bringing it to you. Thank you for listening. And remember, Socks in the Basement can be found everywhere. Podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye bye, everybody. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement.
1: Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere Podcasts podcast can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.